What's up, everybody? While Dev shoves his face, we're about to start things off. We're going to talk about the guys who eat both in the blocking game and the receiving game. It's your top five tight ends. Pause. Coming up next. Boom. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight is July the 21st, and we are recording this as another top five, when I call it top five Tuesday, we'll just call this a top five Tuesday on Thursday. Hey, we, we hit all the skill positions on offense before the top five skill positions coming into the 2022 NFL season. We did quarterbacks. We did running backs. We did wide receivers. And now it's on to one of my favorite positions in the game, the tight end. So it's your boy, Steve. We got Phil. And then we got Dev here for the audio crowd. Thank you for tuning in and listening. If you haven't already done so, if you're watching this on YouTube, please go like and subscribe to the video. And if you're listening to this on any of your favorite podcast platforms, please share with your friends. That's right. It is Top 5 Tuesday on Thursday this weekend. I mean, it, it figures this weekend's going to be Christmas in, June, in, Christmas in June and July. So we might as well do Top 5 on Tuesday on Thursday. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. And as we get, as we pair up to prepare to ramp up into this, as we always do, we like to try to figure out how many tight ends or how many people in this group are we going to have that are similar in nature. We always do this. It's kind of a thing we do just to see how well we all jive. So without any further ado, Phil, how many tight ends in this group will we have similar? to you i'm gonna go with my old reliable answer of three three all right dev what three. you got uh four four all right I i'm gonna go four. out on a limb four. and say five you know i didn't say four five. i said four you said four four how, how you want me to write that like uh like this like the soup <laughs> PHL. All right, we're gonna leave it there. We're gonna we're gonna leave it F there. F O E F O apostrophe. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we're going F O E. There we go. Yeah. Oh, not a friend, but a foe. All right. I let off the last yeah. one. So who's gonna go first on this one? Dev or Phil? Y'all can rock, paper, scissor it. I'll go oh, first. Dev's, all right, Dev's gonna go first. So coming in at number five, Dev. Who's your number five tight end? And remember Coming into the 2022 season, this isn't years past. We're talking about 2022 and 2022 I'm, only. I'm going. I'm going. 107 catches, 1361 yards, nine touchdowns. Of course, I'm going Mark Andrews. Uh, all the all, the cupboard is bare at the Ravens. The there's only two quarterbacks. The one and two quarterbacks in the NFL to throw the tight ends are Lamar Jackson and Carson Wentz. Man, no one throws a tight end more than Lamar Jackson. And now. That's going to be worse because his receivers are all gone, and he just has Mark Andrews. So I think Mark Andrews becomes a recipient of a depleted cabinet of weapons. So I'm going to go with Mark Andrews. No, Hollywood Brown. It's Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson. Mark Andrews is a beast, by the way. 
Very, very quiet beast too. You don't hear a lot about him, but at the end of the year, his numbers are just as good as anybody's. And in this year's, he made it. He might have actually been uh, the best tight end in the league last year. Quite possibly, is last year he might have been. Yeah. Does anyone know where he went to school? Because I don't. I'm looking it up because I don't know the answer, and I want to see if you guys know. Oklahoma, right? Let's find out. Oklahoma. Very good, Dev. Very good. All right, Phil. Who's your number five tight end? My number five was a rookie who um, broke out as the season went on. Um, didn't make the impact early as much as I thought he would in 2021. Of course, talking about uh, Kyle Pitts. Came on strong at the end of last year. I know where he went to college. You guys know where to college? He went to Florida. He was a UF guy. That is correct. Um, good pick. Yeah, paired up with Matt Ryan. He he was supposed to be the second coming of of – the next generation tight ends, and uh, it's still early, but they have a lot beast, of man. Cal Pitts one place for Atlanta, right? Yeah. yeah, he's a monster. Once again, he's a guy also who's uh, you know they don't have any weapons. Their receivers yeah. out all year, right? He's out for the season. Didn't their uh, receiver out for the season? Did Julio, he get not Julio. Um, Calvin Ridley. Calvin he Ridley. got suspended. Yeah. Right? Is he gone for the year? Yeah, he was. He was gone for a long time. Gambling on gambling on football, right? Something like that. But uh yeah, uh Kyle Pitts, six six, two forty-five. That's a big dude. Big dude. And just to save the drama, he is also my number five tight end. So Phil, props to you. Ding, ding, the same ding. one. He was my number five. Uh I guess we'll snake it back. And I'm gonna go for my number four tight end. I'm gonna go George Kittle. Might be a little high, I don't know, but I like George Kittle a lot. He's he's super capable. The only thing where I think I might be going wrong here is the fact that Trey Lance is under center. So I'm probably gonna regret putting him at number four. But he's a good he's a good tight end to me. So George Kittle is my number uh, four tight end. Uh, Phil, going back to you. Um. So my number four, this one pains me. This this hurts for me to say because I don't want to ever give anybody from this area credit for anything. But I have to because I have to be honest. Uh, number four is going to be Dalton Schultz. Oh, Dallas Cowboys. Oh, you did it. He's a good tight end, though. He's, he, 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 I don't he's know about top all. five, though. He's good. Uh, look at his numbers, man. He he he. His numbers Dak, are top five. It's like Dak Logan Chris, Thomas numbers, basically. No, 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 no. It's better than Logan Thomas. Dak He's is a, a producer, right? And Dak produces. Dak has high numbers across the board. So, the the thing though, I just read about Dalton Schultz is I believe he didn't. He's not. They could not come to agreements on a uh, extension for a contract. So I don't know if he's playing on his last year or they're going to franchise him. He's not at all. He said he's sitting out. Uh, he said he's not playing at all on the contract. He hasn't been to camp or nothing, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens down in Dallas. Hey, Dalton Schultz, if you're listening, which you're not, sit out all year, bro. Rest up. We don't. We, they don't need you. Make them pay you. No, he's a good tight end. And like all tight ends, do kill the Washington Commanders. Yeah, you, you put numbers against it, so. I get it. Good pull, Phil. I like I like Dalton Schultz at four. That, that's not too bad. I probably put him at five, but he's he's good. He's capable. 
Um, I honestly almost have it five and Pitts at four, but I think Schultz is a better blocker at the position. And I do take that into consideration. As and that's true. That's a good point. Not everyone takes blocking into the consideration. We just think of the pass catching tight ends because that's kind of the new generation of tight ends these days. But, you know, blocking is a key point at tight ends, which is kind of a becoming a lost art if you think about it for tight ends, for blocking. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, Dev. Who's your number four? Oh, Waller. Ah, good Darren one. Waller. Um, I, only reason I got him so low, honestly, is because he, he was injured a lot last year. I'm not sure if he's going to start the season this year. He is also like Dalton Schultz uh, in a contract dispute with the Raiders. Yeah. So I, I don't know if he's going to start the season or if he's going to hold out. I don't think he's going to hold out because I think he showed up to minicamp um, and said he's, he just wants a new contract. But Don Schultz said he's not playing, so <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll figure that out. But uh, you know, uh, 107 catches for 1100 yards the year before, and then he had 55 last year. He was injured. Um, I think he'll bounce back pretty well. Uh, once again, Darren Waller, just like Mark Andrews, I think could probably be higher on the list. But uh, yeah, good point. And and he's gonna want to be a part of that Raiders offense come 2022 because Man, that offense is crazy, dude. Derek, I think Derek Carr is going to have a tremendous year between I told everybody Devontae, that this is going to be his, this Devontae, is contract now year. you got to Now you got to double Devontae Adams. Well, he got, Derek, you know, Hunter Renfro and he Darren also Waller. got paid. The quarterback got paid. Was it today or yesterday? Didn't they pay Derek they Carr? Just extended Derek Carr. I haven't seen that. I don't know. Oh, I'll look that up. They extended Kyler Murray. He did extend Connor Murray. Stay tuned for Saturday's Barbershop. We'll talk more about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And April, uh, three-year, $121 million contract. Okay, that, that's fair. That's fair. So I like, so I like Derek Carr. Like, I wanted like Derek Carr to come to D.C. two years ago when we had this grossly, whole, what are we going to do for quarterbacks? But. He is grossly underpaid. If you yeah, think, If you think about it, they, they did the smart thing. They got him now because after this year, if he puts up crazy numbers like people think he might, he might be grossly underpaid because that's what, like 19.8 million a year. Yeah, I remember when that was like the ceiling for quarterbacks like yeah. five years ago. Remember, yeah. <laughs> crazy. It all goes back to Kirk Cousins. <clears throat> Kirk Cousins, it does. <laughs> no one's gonna ever pay 19 million for the quarterback. Kyler just signed for 47. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Side. We got an agent. Uh, hey, did you guys know that Darren Waller is a kid from the DMV, the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. He is from Landover, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Landover, right. Maryland. He was drafted by the Ravens, played for three years. Nobody ever heard of him till he got to the Raiders in 2018 and then just blew up. Do you guys know we're into college? Because I didn't. I looked it up. I'll see if you guys know. Um, damn, he was the SCC guy, wasn't he? No. Was not. He was on a team that never throws. The oh, ball. Georgia Tech, man. There you go. I remember that. <laughs> you knew it right. If I had just said ACC, but I knew he went. I knew he was somewhere down south. He came if from. I would have just said triple I, option, it would have gave it away. I almost but said I Wake Forest. I, I could imagine. I imagine it's that gold color. Yeah, I thought ACC, Wake Forest too. ACC schools. I, I mean, I, I thought man, he played against Louisville. I thought. What a miss! Right. What a miss! Like misuse of good resources at Georgia Tech. That's where anyone catching the ball goes to die. Very few. I think Larry Fitzgerald came out of Georgia. Yeah, Tech. dude, you got to be to be a tight, a receiving tight end out of Georgia Tech and make it to the NFL because you know you get no catches in college. I mean, 
I don't even know when he was picked. He was picked. Uh, let's see. He was the 204th selection overall by the Ravens. Sixth round. So he got Holy drafted. Though. How did they, how did they even find him? He, George 2015, catch, 2015 they found him. How many Scouts, catches he have in college? I wonder, man. I mean, but like I said, at Georgia Tech, you don't get you don't get exposed. You don't get to showcase your. He probably. I mean, I wouldn't even want to go back and look at his college highlights, but he probably had probably like ran the ball. Probably twenty catches his whole career in college. I mean, they just don't throw. I hate that. I hate that offense. It should be banned he in college. Probably, it's so boring. He probably played wide receiver in college or something though. I think I don't <sighs> think he played tight end in college. Yeah, he played wide receiver in college. He did play so wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, six five two thirty two. Play with yeah, I can't believe you said you want to ban the triple option. Oh, I yeah, hate it. I mean, it's fun for people. You, you, you do know that in this in this in this league of everything old is new again. It's it's coming to the NFL. It is. It will come to somebody will find a way to innovate it for the NFL. Give me the wishbone. Bring the wishbone to the last, NFL. This dude had fifty one total catches in three years. He had he had twenty six and 14, 17 and thirteen, and eight and twelve in college. Some, of these, quarter, some of these quarterbacks don't even throw for 50 attempts through the whole season. It's crazy. And they just want them for their running ability, but I digress. Dev, number three tight end. We're back to snaking it to you. Who's your number three tight end? Um, well, I wrote this list when okay. we first decided to do this. So yeah. I have just found an error, but I'm going to keep it. Okay. Because I think it's going to happen. Right. Gronkowski, I got Gronk as third. I know he retired, okay. but okay. I wrote the list before he retired. I'm sorry. So now I really don't know what to do in this case. <laughs> but I didn't notice it before the pod. But I'm going Gronk at three. Can you think of a someone else? But if I did, he would have to move down, and the other two would have to move up. Right. That's true. Yeah. So I will go Gronk. Oh, I don't know who I would. I, honorable mentions, I'll think of someone I can slide in maybe at five. But all right, no, that's fair. We did we did start doing the research on the like all time Gronk is number one. But but you know if you're talking about just going to the next year, yeah, y'all y'all don't think Gronkowski's the best greatest tight end ever lived, man? Who would you take, Prime Gronkowski or Prime Shannon Sharp or Brent Jones? He was a double too. That's a good question between Gronk and Shannon Sharp because both are just like, honestly, if you held a gun to my head, I'd take Shannon Sharp. Really? He just, I think, I, feel like he was just so much more athletic and you just couldn't cover him. Now, granted, Gronk blocks a lot better, but Shannon Sharp, dude, he did it for the Shannon Patriots Sharp. and he did it for the Broncos. Yeah, sure. He did it for the Broncos too. Wide receiver. But he only did it. He did it. Yeah. I mean. He did it for a long time. He did it for well over a decade. So did and Gronk though. So did Gronk. I've been a multi-time champion, multi-time All-Pro. And and here's another question: Do you think Gronk will come back for the 2022 season? Yes, I think he will. He's yes. retired. Air quotes. I know that's he said, why he Dev said if somebody calls, he'd answer. No, I, I I literally he was he was in the league when I picked when we did this. He was yeah, still, no, that, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. Yeah, he was still in the league. He yeah. loves to party, so I don't know how many more times he can continue to. Leave and come back, leave and comes back. But man, I drink and smoke and go to work every day. He'd be all right. <laughs> That's true. He loves to party. He's down in he's down in Florida. I don't know. Where did where did Gronk go to school at? Uh I don't know that one. 
He Gronk was that also in Florida? <laughs> no, it was other. No, 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 I don't know it, but I'm looking it up. Phil, do you know it? No, but I'm going to say Gronk went to Arizona. Wouldn't? No, he went to like damn. What's it's a good a, party school? It's definitely a Pac-10 school, man. It's like USC or or Arizona he, or fucking six, Wyoming. Two sixty-five. That's a monster frame. He is still, I don't know where he Gronk still went smaller. To. He, he, he went to he Mark went to Andrews. he went to Arizona. That's Damn, Dev had that one. I said Arizona. That's I know I we're giving you credit. I, I, did you, I, did you way, know that? A, I by you? the way have a child that goes to the same school. By the way, that's a true. It's a good school, the Wildcats. Yeah. Shannon Sharp was six two two twenty eight. Much smaller. Shannon Sharp was a wide Much receiver. Yeah, playing tight end. Receiver, yeah. yeah. Now hold on. Through. Without looking it up, do you know where Shannon Sharp went to school? Because I do. No, yeah, I like someplace out of Mississippi or some shit, wasn't it? Went to Savannah State. Savannah State, yeah, Dude. Georgia. So did Shan- uh, Sterling, right? Didn't Sterling go to the same school? No, Sterling went to a bigger school. Sterling was the was the bigger draw. They uh, were both from Georgia, though. I didn't know that. Yeah, both are from Georgia, but Shannon stayed local. Sterling Sharp, though, was the one that everyone thought was going to be a star, and he was. Yeah. He, he was he the guy who broke the first battle Hall of Famer, not just a later Hall of Famer. He had a, broke his well, name. Brett Favre and him were a pair for many years. And then, then he, he broke his neck. Got messed up. Yep. All right, Phil, who you got for numero trace for tight ends? I have one George Kittle. At number three. All right. It's a good pick. Two similarities on the board. Can't not much you can you can say that hasn't already been said about George Kittle. The guy is a beast. I mean, he is just one of the hardest dudes to tackle in the NFL, period. Kind of came out of nowhere if you think about it for his career, his career trajectory. I mean, 6'4", 250. Do you guys know what college you – I don't know, but I looked it up already, so I'll let you guys like guess. Corn-fed. I'll just say, give that as a hint. Nebraska. About the, uh, in Nebraska, dude. Close. I said bit. Wyoming the first time. So you're in the right area, was it? I said no. – I said. Would you say? Would you just say second goal? Talking to me? You, yeah, Deb, what'd you say? Is it Iowa? Is it Iowa? I, I, Iowa, yes. He was a Buckeye. I guess, I guess that, by the way. No, no, no. I no, no. It... was the Hawkeyes there, buddy. Ohio State's the Buckeyes. No, he said he said Iowa. I said yeah, Iowa. You said, and then you said Buckeyes. No, I said Hawkeyes. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. I said Hawkeyes. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, I know Ohio. Uh, Random Iowa radio chatter. Sorry, people. Yeah. But he's a good dude. I mean, he is, what, 6'4", 250. From Norman, Oklahoma, went in the fifth round. Talk about these tight ends, him and Darren Waller, who have just found a way to project north of their their draft stock. That's pretty awesome if you think about it. He's I had mean, some injuries. Let's let's be let, but let's be real too. That's a prototypical tight end size. It is absolutely is. I mean, it's like you know the the dude literally is built to be. A tight end, like you know, God said, you will be a tight end in the NFL. Yeah. 
Let there be tight ends. He holds the most receiving yards in a half by tight end for 210. The first tight end to lead the league in yards after catch, 870. Most receiving yards in the first three seasons of his career, 2945. And the first tight end to achieve at least 150 receiving yards and one touchdown in two consecutive games. That's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. And uh, I do follow his wife, Claire, on Instagram. She played basketball at uh, Iowa also. Uh, But he's a big Bears fan, believe it or not. George Kittle, Bears fan. Yeah. That makes sense. It does. But I I don't know how he will do, like I said before, when I had him at number four with, with Trey Lance under center because you know Jimmy G has now requested a trade. Which is kind of messed up because I, the, the Niners should have traded him before camp if they wanted any sort of capital. It's way too late. The Niners just screwed themselves. I'll be honest with you. I honest I, I really think that having Trey Lance gives Kittle more value. Those those young, inexperienced quarterbacks love tight ends. They do. It's a fact. And with Debo Samuel wanting out and everything else, I think Kittle's value just goes up. Yeah, for sure. All right, for me, coming in at number three, my number three tight end is Darren Waller. And full disclosure, I had George Kittle here, Darren. Or excuse me, George Kittle here at three, Phil, and I changed it right before we started this. So we almost would have had the same thing, but we do not. So we have three similarities. We have George Kittle, Kyle Pitts, and Darren Waller. And I have Darren Wall at number three. So snaking it back for my number two, I have Mark Andrews as my number two tight end. So that actually makes it four similarities. Dev, you had him at five. I have him at two. I just think Mark Andrews is a beast, especially looking at 2022, because we know the Ravens, you know, Hollywood Brown is not on the Ravens anymore, so I feel like their wide receiver core is even more diminished, and I feel he's just going to have an even bigger season than he had before. So I'm putting Mark Andrews at number two, and I'm very confident with that pick. So, Phil, back to you for number two. My number two will be a little surprising. It's Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. What? Number okay. two. Um, Find us yet? I think with 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 the Chiefs kind of going, you know, kind of re. The Chiefs are hitting are, are kind of uh, slipping back to the norm a little bit, and I think that he is going to actually suffer a little bit in terms of his production because of that. They're regressing regressing to the mean. I should say that's that's the phrase I was looking for. I think that you know the Chiefs are are definitely doing some regression to the mean. Um, still think that they're the team to beat in the AFC West. Until someone does it, they're still the team to beat right now. But I also think that he is going to suffer a little bit because there isn't quite as much around to take away from the attention he should draw. So I think you're going to see a little dip in his production not much but still a little dip in his production i kind of think there might be more production without travis kelsey because who do they have left um 
Hardeman. Hardeman? Is that his? Nicole Hardeman. McCole Hardeman. Hardeman. Travis Kelsey. They still have uh, – who's their running back? Um, Edward Talar. Yeah. So you're right, but Tyree Kill really did take the pressure off everybody. So you make a good point. I mean, you could also say that he'll be the primary receiver, but I'd have to look at that. going to get primary attention. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. We're definitely going to see if Tua is any good this year. I don't think he is. Me neither. Either, man. Uh, think, where did I Travis? I'll be looking for a quarterback in the draft next year, and that's about six that'd be in the first round, so they're good. They're well, what's shape. his name from uh Indianapolis? Is the backup over there the guy who I like? We both, Phil and I, want him to come to DC. Kobe Brissett. Yeah, I don't, I don't like him at all. I think he's hot garbage. You think so? I think we might yeah, see Jacoby okay. before the year's over. I think we, we're definitely gonna see him for the year's over for sure. But if you're, I if don't you're know there, where Travis you, Kelsey went to school. Where did he go to school? Anyone know? I think I feel like I Chelsea was not really HB, familiar with. I feel I like Chelsea was the HBCU. <laughs> <laughs> you know we had that reality show, right? Jackson with State. Travis Kelsey with the Jackson State. Some no, shit, if you guys don't know, I'll just tell you. He went to Cincinnati. Okay. 2018. He was a third oh, round pick, 63 pick, 63rd pick overall uh, by the Chiefs. HBCU. And he's yeah. a Super Bowl champion, three-time All-Pro, three-time second All-Pro, seven-time Pro Bowler. He's Mm-mm-mm. doing the day. Guy's got so. a resume. We all know who he is. Yeah, he's he's. And then what's his uh, measurements? He is six five two sixty. So he's right in that Gronk territory. But I feel he's a little bit more athletic than Gronk. Mark Andrews bigger than both of them. He is very true. Yeah. All right, all right, Dev. Who you got for your number two? Uh, I got uh, Kittles. Kittle, okay. Do you think having Trey Lance under center will affect Kittle at all? I mean, or... that's probably the only guy you can catch on the whole team, anyways. I mean, Samuels is dope. He's is he really a receiver? Or is he just a, a Swiss yeah, Army knife? Good, good plays point. Receiver. I I feel. I mean, he had fourteen hundred yards receiving, even though if you watched. If you look at the you know the advanced stats on that, I think like seventy percent of his passes were like eight yards or less, like right. in the air. So so it's almost like he's the tight end. Well, well they who, have um, Debo Samuel's Brandon Ayuk, and yeah. again another guy, kind another of guy not. who's not a receiver. Like it's a kind of guy who's a receiver, but he's not a receiver. Yeah. You know, I always weird. feel like every year Brandon Ayuk's going to have like a, this monster breakout year. It never happens. Every he year, I end up getting, I end up getting like him. I get him for fantasy for like a pickup, and he balls out. And then I keep him, and then he does nothing. Right? Yes, he's yeah, like that. He's year. that. He's he that is guy. your one week wonder. He's that guy. But Brandon, Trey, he's, hey, Brandon, he's Brandon Lloyd. Jimmy Garoppolo is gone, and the backup on the 49ers. You How you know he's gone, man? Where's he going to? He requested a trade. Yeah, but where's he going though? I don't. We don't know yet. Like I said, the team screwed themselves. If they wanted to trade Jimmy Garoppolo, they should have traded him before the draft. Like the commander should have traded Deron Payne before the draft. Yeah, you know he ain't, he ain't coming back. Uh, Seattle picked up. Um, what do you think? You the guy from Bron- the Broncos, uh, Drew Locke. 
Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I mean they, got, they, got, they got two Jimmy receivers Garoppolo. and a tight end, man. They're going to be all right. Like, yep. all they need is a quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo, man, I would. If you're Seattle, if you're Seattle, why would you go after Garoppolo? Because this is the reason I say that is because well, they had, they had next, to trade for Drew Locke, if I'm man, not mistaken. Next, they now they they lost it, they traded him whenever they got the Russell, yeah. But I would just go with Locke or Geno to see what you got, and the winner you would keep. If they do outstanding, you got a quarterback. If not, you at least have a guy who could be a marginal starter or bridge to the new guys next year because next year all the quarterbacks are coming, dog. Yeah, why would you spend 30 something million dollars for uh? For a guy who can get you the same amount of production as the guys you have, Gronkowski, I agree. not Gronkowski, but Jimmy's not winning nobody any games, dog. He he's just not. doesn't lose them, and he he's going to demand a high price tag. He and already has to, his twenty-seven I, million. I'm trying right to now. think of a, a team where he could possibly go right now, and I, I'm really struggling. I, I can't zero think of teams, man. And and, 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 I, like, and teams have already said they've already had mini camps, right? And they've already they're they're ready to go into the season. You're you're really you really fuck Jimmy Garoppolo if you think about it. Wouldn't you rather like Jimmy Jimmy going to Seattle isn't going to make you any more of a competitor as far as winning a championship as having Geno Smith or or the other guy that's there. I agree, but I don't. Think, I don't think he moves the needle. Every, I don't think all the executives of the NFL agree. I, I mean, just don't he, think he moves the needle enough for he, you to he wins thirty million dollars. The dude is a winner. No, I hate to say it. He wins lose. games. The dude's a winner. Or he doesn't lose. I would say yeah. he doesn't win games for teams. He has a good he winning is, record. He is a more dynamic Alex Smith. So check this out. As Sports Illustrated and their infinite wisdom are saying, I would tell you they're recommended teams. Cleveland Browns is the first team I thought of because you don't know what's going to happen to Sean Watson. Yeah, but who's their backup? I don't know who their backup is. Spurgeon win. Oh, know. wait a minute. Jacoby Brissett is on the Browns. Yeah, he's on the Browns. That's why I was going to say earlier. Oh, I on the didn't Browns. know that. Okay. Yeah. Tennessee Titans. Teddy, I think Teddy Bridgewater's on Miami. I, I might be tripping. I don't like. I don't like him going to Tennessee because you have Malik Willis, who's probably yeah, gonna, going to who's probably going to play at the end of the year over Ryan well, Tannehill. But Garoppolo's not better than Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. I, I'm. I, they don't pay me to mentor quarterbacks. And then they're saying Miami, but you they picked up Teddy Bridgewater in the offseason. That's what I said. They got Teddy Bridgewater. And then so, so the Falcons, you... the Falcons, who has Marcus Mariota, and who else? The guy from Cincinnati to play quarterback. Desmond uh, Ritter. Yeah, Ritter. Desmond Ritter. Yeah. So, so he could go there. Wait. I can't wait for Marcus Mariota to flame out. So everybody who thought that the, the commander <laughs> should have gotten him over Carson Wentz, can be shown the door. And, if they, if and they the last team if, is Seattle Seahawks, Drew Locke. So it goes no right back to your point, Dev. They, you're better, you're better off letting those guys, the Drew Locke type quarterbacks. Drew Locke is one of those guys that either he's going to be way better than uh Garoppolo or he stinks. It's going to be one of the two, dog. And you right. need to find that out. Because if you just put Garoppolo on the team, you still don't know what you got in Locke. So you got to let him play or Gino play. Yeah, and then I, you know what? They, Gino. I swear, if Gino never got punched in the mouth, that dude would be a star. I think he'd be a QB one on a team today. I really think Gino. My Smith prediction is Gino's going to get the job this year. Gino's going to start over this Drew Lock. Yeah, one hundred percent. Start because of injury. Gino Smith isn't nah, that good. Gino's going to start over. Lock. Uh, Lock isn't good either, which is why they got rid of him. 
in the in the Denver. And the scary Look, part man. is Jay Gruden was obsessed over Drew Locke in that 20, was it like 16, 17 draft, whatever it was. He was, no, he, that was 19. He wanted Locke over 19? Uh, if yeah, yeah. If we if he had had his way, he would be a Washington Redskins slash. That's because he's basically Colt McCoy, man. <laughs> Thunderbolt That's Colt. He's basically right. Colt McCoy, man. He's basically right. that guy, you know. And 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 that, I mean, it's it's okay. I think like it's the same way with Colt. Like I think Colt, if you if you had to choose between Colt, you already had him on the team and and Garoppolo. I'm like, and you know, next year there's like five quarterbacks going to be in the top ten. Why would you go out and spend thirty million dollars on a guy? It's not going to. Yeah, you just gotta hey, stay healthy for this season right. and get through it. Finish See, finishing I, the low. Seattle's not winning the division. They're not going to yeah. go to the playoffs, bro. Why would you spend $30 million on the quarterback to not get you to the playoffs? Yeah, the Rams and are going to so, take so, it. Everyone else is going to be behind them. So Yeah, and if I, the Rams I, don't I take it, you. then you're going to have to worry about everyone else on the team. Did you I think, know, I think speaking of Seattle, up, did you know that Pete Carroll lost the job to Jim, to Jim Zorn when we had in that coaching, that coaching uh, carousel that we had? What year was that, Phil? You know better than I do. 2008. I thought he Pete, turned it down. No. Jim Zorn beat out Pete, Car- Pete Carroll, and there was another guy from the Giants who we were looking into at the time. Um, Haslett. No. no um, it's going to kill me. I, I can't. It's on the Kitchens, tip of my tongue. Is it Kitchens? No, 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 no. Kitchens is way later. Kitchens was the Cleveland Browns offensive coordinator. At the, at the, at the time, was, there was, was a, the a Giants. He was he – was, he was a coach from the Giants in some way, shape, or form, and the fan base just blew up when they realized we might hire one of the Giants, you know, oh, coordinators. And instead, they they uh, they went with consolation prize Jim Zorn because I forget who who they were going after. They and then apparently, uh, I read that after multiple interviews with Dan Snyder. Um, who was our defensive coordinator uh, that got for Bounty Gate? That was everyone thought was going to be the head coach at the time from defensive coordinator. Um, Jim Fossil was the Jim quarterback. F- okay, Jim Fossil. I said I said it's not really in, like Yeah, Jim Fossil. Jim Fossil was in the front running, and then that apparently that wasn't going to go over well with the team. But who and the other coach, Greg Williams, was Greg was Williams interviewed game. three times with Dan Snyder, and he Let's, got fired after the third interview. Let's let's well let's let's go through what was supposed to happen. History lesson, real quick for you guys. All right, Joe Gibbs. When he left, he left a line of succession. Al Saunders is going to be the offensive coordinator. Was yeah. going to be the offensive coordinator, and the head coach was going to be uh, Greg Williams, and then Greg Blosh was Blosh. going to t- step up to be defensive coordinator. Well, then Saunders uh, decided he didn't want to be offensive coordinator anymore. I thought so, Marvin Lewis was going to be the offensive coordinator. No, Marvin Lewis was long gone by this point. Um, Marvin Lewis is, goes back to the Schottenheimer days. So what happens is is that they do the interview. I don't know why they, they, they had to go through the process. They do the interview with Greg Williams, and somewhere along the way, he rubs Dan the wrong way. And Dan, and since uh, Saunders was no was no longer going to be offensive coordinator because he didn't want to just be an OC, um, what happened was that we went and interviewed Jim Zorn to be the replacement offensive coordinator. Yep. Well, somewhere along the way, 
Greg Williams pissed off Danny. I think he wanted a lot of control and so forth. And this is back in the day when, when Dan was super involved. And Dan was like, I'm not giving you full run of the team. You're, you, you're not a head coach. You know, you're, you're just stepping in to be a head coach and you want, you know, all the same control that, you know, Marty Schottenheimer wanted. And Dan was, didn't give that to Schottenheimer. So they turned around and said, well, we like Zorn. He's, he's our kind of guy. Let's put him in there as head coach. Mm-hmm. And then there's that whole bit where Zorn calls his wife, says, um, you know, they're now they're interviewing me for head coach. He goes, you better take that job now. Because even his own wife knew you're never going to get this opportunity again. You you shouldn't have this opportunity now. Right. Even Jim Zorn's wife knew he was, should not have been a head coach in this league. He did end up coaching in the XFL, yep, I think. The, the Seattle Dragons. Because he's a Seattle guy by trade. He wasn't a quarterback in Seattle. He was the first quarterback in Seattle. Yeah. Um, and he was a lefty. And uh, he was also known for... Uh, Getting sacked by Derek Thomas seven times. No, that was Dave Craig. <laughs> I believe me, because Derek Thomas is one of my favorite non-Redskins uh, of all time. No, that was Dave Craig. The Number 17, if I'm not mistaken. Dave he Craig. was also the strip club's favorite uh, defensive back of all time, too. <laughs> all right, Dev, going back to you. Number one. Uh, Kelsey. And that's I guess it's actually four of her matches the same month. No surprise. That's four matches. I'm right again. No. All right, Phil, what you got? Number one. Number one. That's a little bit of a shocker. For the reasons I said that Kelsey will will have a drop-off in production, this guy will have an increase in production. Mark Andrews. The difference is, is that Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes is a downfield quarterback. He loves wide receivers. He'll go to Kelsey because he's not stupid. Um, on the other hand, Lamar Jackson loves the tight end because that's where he likes to throw the ball. And I think, you know, in, in Mark Andrews' case, he's going to see an uptick in production because who the hell else is going to get the ball thrown to them? That is fair. And without further, you know, continuing the debate, I got Kelsey at number one so we have five that's five matches fellas we got kelsey kittle waller andrews and pitts all across the board so just to recap starting at number five dev for his tight ends going into 2022 mark andrews at five darren waller at four gronk at three disclaimer he didn't know he was retiring kittle at two kelsey at one phil Kyle Pitts at number five, Dalton Schultz at number four, George Kill at number three, Travis Kelsey at number two, Mark Andrews at number one. And myself, this is Steve. I got Kyle Pitts at five, George Kittle at four, Darren Waller at three, Mark Andrews at two, Travis Kelsey at one. So it looks like we have only one outlier 
of the whole group. And that tends to be, it's probably, I'm going to say Dalton Schultz is the outlier because Gronk, we didn't know. But Dev, if you had to substitute Gronk for someone, I don't know, who, who do you think that person would be? You think, would Pitts make the list? Would Schultz no. make the list? Like, you had to, you would, Pitts is, Pitts hasn't done anything. Okay. You finished um, last year strong. I mean, uh, Thomas finished the year before that strong. He's not on the list. The 80 catches. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I'm going to look real fast who I would choose. I, he did. He he got over 1,000 yards in his rookie season, 68, 68 receptions, 1026, one touchdown, but the, the Falcons. Oh, like, what's the, what's the guy from the Lions? Yards. What's the guy from the Lions? Uh, yeah, he was yeah. hurt. Another uh, Iowa guy. Yeah, he was hurt. Um, man. Noah, Noah Fant from the Broncos is a good one. Yeah, but he also not produced anything. Yeah, well, look who's doing the ball. Drew Locke was doing yeah. the ball. I mean, we're going, we're going by like product if we're production. Going by like, yeah, like I have a hard time putting guys in my top five that. But Noah Fant like, probably has a good chance as with Russell Wilson under center to be pretty good. Although Russell Wilson hasn't had a historic, you know, connection yeah, with tight ends. He yeah, didn't Graham. throw to Graham. He didn't throw to Graham. Give me Graham's stats on the Seahawks sucked. But he was a big, he was a big wide receiver guy. But they also Graham was also towards the tail end of his career, so I, I would say Russell Wilson never really had good tight ends to throw to because he always had Tyler Lockett. He had um, I don't know who's that guy that's their, their tight end now. Um, I I can't I don't know. Oh God, yeah, that, that guy's a tight end now. It's Thirty-two of them. Oh start. my God, it's the it's the white dude who 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 who. Uh, that really doesn't narrow it down. Let me look. Yeah, it, it doesn't. They're like every tight end is white. So <laughs> <laughs> not helping. Uh, Greg Olson from the Panthers no, is not number one on the depth chart. That's all right. He was, yeah, he he didn't play last year. No, it's the guy who played Robert in Robert Tunyon, maybe. Noah Fant. Uh, oh, Noah Fant Dawson, got traded. Dawson, Dawson Noah Dots. Fant got traded from maybe he no Noah Fant got traded in the Russell Wilson trade. I told you yeah. that. I said they're gonna have Fan, uh, Metcalf, and uh, what's his face at receiver. Yeah, they are so, just a quarterback. So, so was... it's Geno Smith, Rashad Penny, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, Freddie Swain, who are this Marquise Goodwin, Noah Fan. So they got a pretty good receiving core. I, I'm gonna go with Hawkinson or uh, man, I'm really it's really hard. Hawkinson's to go, like, on Golden. the uh, Lions, right? Yeah. TJ Hawkins. Jacob Hollister. That's the dude I'm thinking of. Molster? Uh Jacob Hollister, the tight end from uh from uh Seattle, but now he's with the Raiders. Yeah. Man, um, he wasn't bad. I, I, so do you guys have any honorable mentions at this time? If you don't, I, I had Not, Gronk. I, I, Dawson Knotts. Um, I had Dallas Goddard from the Philadelphia Eagles, who's, who's a very good Miami. tight end. Mike Gusecki from Miami, and I had Dalton I had Schultz. Waller, from... I had Waller, Fant, Gusecki, and um, – Mo Allen Cox. No. Oh, who, who's the other guy? John Smith. John Smith from Tennessee would have been up there. But John Smith yeah, he's a good, he's a good tight end. Yeah, yeah, Goddard. Goddard was borderline for me. I almost put Goddard in, in the top five, but I just don't think he – I don't think he, I don't he think Goddard surpassed – and think, you gotta look at going. Was, remember, twenty. This is better than him. So, 
I, I couldn't with good faith say Jalen Hurts was going to bring Dallas Goddard into the top five. I think Dallas and Knox is better than them. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is going to take A.J. Brown out the top 20. <laughs> yes. And then they'll, they'll they'll say, man, Terry McLaurin's better than A.J. Brown because of Jalen Hurts. It's going to happen. It's, it's inevitable. But, hey. This was a good. This was fun. This was top five tight ends. This was. This was. Um, oh, that was technical difficulties. Yeah, it happens. We got five on that internet. We do got five on the internet. That's right. Um, but just to recap, hey, we've done top five quarterbacks, top five running backs, top five wide receivers. We've done top five tight ends. We've hit, we've hit all the skill positions on offense, and I think we're going to cross over to the defense next time. You know, we'll hit the um, edge rushers, we'll hit the D linemen, we'll hit the, we'll hit the linebackers, and we'll hit the cornerbacks or the DBs. We'll put the DBs all in one lump sum. But it'll be a it'll be a process, as Kirk Cousins used to say, trust the process. That's because Steve doesn't trust himself to evaluate offensive linemen. No, I, I really do not. And I leave that to you, Phil, because I have zero knowledge of offensive linemen. I played tight end, quarterback, and running back and wide receiver. I played zero offensive linemen. I relied on the linemen to not let me get blown up. Only played offensive line and defensive <laughs> line. I did play tight end in seventh grade. That was the last yeah. time I played any other position. I, I, I'm good. I trusted you guys to do your job and... Yeah, it, it wasn't my thing. And I, I really hope that you guys did your job and, and I didn't have to do yours. And sometimes I got blown up. Sometimes I didn't. It, it just works out that way. That's how that's how the game of football goes. But hey, I, I, I would have had your blind side, Steve. Don't <laughs> the blind side. Great movie, by the way. Michael Ower, little Baltimore action. Uh, named my first son. And my, my son's name is SJ. Uh, if you if you tune into the Blind Side, the I don't know the kid's initials, but my son's name Stephen Joseph. Same same initials as a uh, uh, Tui Samantha. What is her name? Something Tui. Miss Tui's son was named SJ. Now we call our son SJ, but it's for Stephen Joseph. We just like the initials. So um, he's a junior, just like me, Stephen Joseph. Uh, but hey, fellas, thanks for thanks for uh, participating tonight. We just recapped our tight ends. We are done with offense on the skill positions. I don't think we're going to touch the offensive line at all tonight but we'll be back on the grind hey we got camp coming up we are we are less than a week away from training camp for all nfl teams and it's going to be fun uh with all the content coming up but we appreciate you guys listening in and uh as always thanks for listening please share like subscribe and tune in for more random content because that's what we kind of do we kind of put out commander's content on thursdays and we do our top fives on tuesdays but you get special getting top five on thursday so as always peace and hail